Hello, little chickens. Uh, today you are with Luke and Meg. Meg. Was that a Russian intro? That was. I don't know why I decided to go Russian then. I wonder okay. if we have any um, Russian listeners. Doubt it. Probably. Doubt it. Let us know. A Russian guy came to my show last night. He's like, I'm very glad you did not pick me out of the audience because you know comedians and the war, not good for me. <laughs> That's what he said. Did he actually <laughs> say that? That's really it was funny. He was a really sweet guy. <laughs> he was, you know, I was second row and I thought, oh, oh goodness. And I had a nice chat with him. He was great. <laughs> like yeah. after the show or during the show? Well, no, after the show because I show, didn't pick didn't him out. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, That's so it funny. was it was in Leeds. It was very good. Yeah. Uh, the tour has been going well. We're still in the UK. We are recording this in Leeds. Yes. Uh, Leeds, I I can't put my finger on it. It's one of those places. The only way to describe it is like I guess it's kind of working class. It's not amazing. Okay, this is how you describe it. It's not bad though. Not bad. No, it's not bad at all. I've never it's felt more neutral yeah, about neutral. a place. That's a good word. Like. And I was about to, I was going to use bland, but I think neutral no. is a better word because because there is some a little bit of like spice to it and stuff, but it's it's just no, a place. There's no spice. There's a tiny bit. Meg's trying to talk it up. Nah, I I reckon if you walk down the street, you hear about five like drunk guys going, "Oh, you can I have your lighter?" Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Meg's hello been there. Can I have your lighter? <laughs> you know. Meg over here's. Like, and we both do, but Meg just, like, is fascinated. Whenever you walk past British people, I don't know why this is, when you just hear a snippet of their conversation, <laughs> it's always the most wild things out of context. What was the other one? Um, You've been quoting them to me all I week. know. I would literally, like, come out and I'm like, I, I heard another one. I keep hearing them. I, oh, it was this grown man came out of the toilets and... <laughs> I don't know if it was his, like, grandmother or his mother, but came out and he was like, oh, okay, like, ready to go. And then the mum just goes, did you stick your willy back in, darling? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and th I thought then I was like, oh, maybe he's, like, you know, special needs, something like that. And he goes, yes, mum, I put me willy back in. <laughs> and then we just kept and walking. And we just keep walking, though, so I don't get to... <laughs> any more of the conversation <laughs> except for I love did you put your willy back in that's yeah. incredible it's just like out of context <laughs> Brits oh no it's just some of the best content and then there was the the other one the one that I really liked was uh we were walking to one of the shows she j and there's this like group of girls coming by and all I heard was yeah, so I got robbed. I got mugged on Tuesday, and then Thursday went out, got mugged again. <sighs> it just keeps happening, and I'm like wheeling a suitcase of like electrical things, and I'm like, oh my god, that is this just girl who's from here got robbed twice in one week. That <laughs> that says a lot about the current state of England. <laughs> but she was like, she was so unfazed by it, like it happened every week. So I know. Yeah, so th t this week I got. Mogged on Tuesday, mogged on Thursday, you know. Yeah. Wednesday, Again. good day. Wednesday's a good day. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> like, I know, it's so, it's just such a, it's weird. It's the same country, but it's so different. It's so I've different. I've never been to a place that's so same, same as what we have in Australia. 
but yet like culturally so different. It's so like it's crazy. The infrastructure and oh, I mean, not all the architecture and stuff is obviously the same because it's very old here, but just like the way we all live is very similar. Yeah. But then like I don't know, there's some just some glaring uh, differences. Like uh, I've never been mugged. Yeah. Yeah. It it probably does happen in Australia, but not as common. Clearly. Yeah. Oh, there was another crazy one that I heard as well. Mm. It was uh just like a couple walking by. And they seemed like they were having a lovely conversation. Um, and then she just turned and as she walked by, she was like, yeah, so we're getting a divorce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just kept walking. <laughs> I heard that one. Did you hear yeah. that Yeah, because yeah. Megan and yeah. I both <laughs> turned around and went, getting a divorce. did they just decide that now? Yeah. <laughs> Although I feel like we would make jokes about stuff like that and not yeah. realize people overhearing us. Like, say Absolutely. if you did something weird, I'd be like, we're getting a divorce. We're not even married. But <laughs> I would just say that for a joke. So maybe, like, we're just not giving them enough credit. Like, maybe they're just joking around with each other. And Probably. we're just taking everything they say really serious. Well, because they sound so serious, though. Like, I feel like when an Aussie speaks, even yeah. if when they're being serious, it's like you kind of sound like you're joking. Or, yeah. like, you kind of sound like you're taking the piss. Uh, but then every word that they say just sounds so sincere and so, like, real. Yeah. And not a joke in this. Like, it's not in a joke way. They just say it like it's no. a, an actual thing. So I think maybe we don't understand their tone. Absolutely. A lot of the time. Absolutely. But uh, it's good. I did the biggest show I've ever done this week in Sheffield, which was cool. Yeah. I might send that on the gram. I appreciate uh, everyone who came out. There's a few people... Um, who we met afterwards in the in the McDonald's and stuff. Who said they listen to this pod? Yeah. So, um, I, I know we're trying to keep shout outs to a minimum, but um, shout out to them. <laughs> they to them. they wanted us to bring back the doppelganger segment, so we'll have yeah. to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I reckon like the next time, um, next podcast we'll we'll try and come in with some hot mm. ones. Um, so if you I hate making promises. Yeah, I, I will try. Yeah. It's been really difficult because obviously <laughs> we're taking this. It's like not that difficult. Us. We just have to get three screenshots oh, of people's heads on no, our phones. No, I mean, like, the setup of the podcast, like, takes oh, a while. Yeah. This, is, this so took us half an hour. We had to move a couch. We had to move it twice. This was set up, like, the other way. Um, and then we realized that we, didn't have we power. literally don't have any power. So oh, anyway. <laughs> so it's been difficult. We, so need, we, need we to don't want to make any promises. Oh, yes. Okay. No, let's. people are, like, are so confused right now. They're like, Luke and Meg, I come to this podcast to know how to feel emotionally on the of weekend. Course, and we keep. Am I winding down or turning up? Get to it. Snap, snap. All right, Luke, I flicked it last we time. So it's only fair that you flick it this time. We once again have the travel wheel. Uh, there's no suspense <laughs> involved when we're on the road with the wheel. It simply spins about three times off one flick and you get an almost immediate answer. I'm flicking in three, two, one. And it's wind down. Great. Again? Two weekends in a row. Fuck me. I want to... I'm not going to lie though. I'm not... Well, we need to apologize. Oh. I think. A few people DM'd me and... I know, me too. And I ignored them. <laughs> <laughs> A few people DM me on the night. So Well, I'm willing to recap cough and, and fess up to my actions and try and be better. You clearly are in denial. I uh, I'm not in denial. I I think I'm just shameful. We last perhaps week didn't wind down. Yes. So recap, last week was a wind down. 
And what we didn't realize was it was St. Paddy's Day. Yeah. And we'd never done one in the place that kind of cares about it. Yeah. Australians, you will only really know if it's St. Patrick's Day if you happen to stumble into an Irish pub yeah. on the day and there's like a few Irish flags up and they've got half price Guinness and you're like, oh. Yeah. Must be St. Patrick's Day. It's just another excuse to like drink. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're like, we celebrate it. I'm sure people in Australia of Irish descent perhaps celebrate it. Absolutely. One time I was in an Irish pub on tour. I've told this story before in Sydney, Mm. who has lockout laws, packed Irish pub, St. Patrick's Day, having a great time. Yeah. Ring last drinks, 10.30 p.m. 10.30? Sydney, man. Best nightlife in the world. Sydney sucks. Sydney's the fucking worst, dude. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry anyway, for you over there. Anyway, get your tickets. It's selling <laughs> quick. I'm coming to the end more. Uh, we're doing multiple shows, and one of the shows is almost sold out, which is crazy. So thank you so much. Uh, can I plug some shows quickly? Yeah, 100%. Go for um, it. Port Macquarie. One of the shows is sold out. Makes doing a dance to entertain the uh, video listeners, audio listeners. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to cop this plug. Yeah, you're going to have to cover in it. silence well, yeah well can you do something to entertain the audio listeners as well who don't give a shit i could do some like asmr okay great. i'll do it quietly though cool <laughs> you sound like a rabbit <laughs> <laughs> um port macquarie <laughs> pterodactyl asmr Guys, welcome back to Luke and Meg's Land Before Time <laughs> ASMR channel. Dude, that fucking that show that popped off. That show so hard. Okay, anyway, go plug. Port Mac, the first show is like is sold out. There's like six tickets left, so we added a second show uh, at the Glass House, uh, and and after that, there will not be another one added. We don't have extra time, so get your tickets. This uh, is new to me. So Penrith, you're, we're finding out at the same time. Pretty Sorry. much sold out. Yeah, Meg and I, we haven't, I only found out about this like two days ago because I've just been so locked in here. Awesome. My brother sent me an update and I was like, he's like, dude, it's selling well. And I was like, I haven't promoted it. Like, Did you say Penrith is so almost sold out? Yeah. Almost sold out. No, it's like, it's like 96% sold out. It's, it's, it's like 20 seats left or something. That's I don't know. fucking crazy. So the second show has been added there. Again, won't be doing another show, I assume, because there's not really... I don't know if you've seen the schedule of the Happy Hour Tour. Not many dates free for no. me this year. Not a yeah. lot of downtime for Luke and Meg. And, what? Uh, what else? Oh, there's one. Werribee is the first show of the tour. Uh, that's almost gone. Uh, Aubrey selling, pre- or Nary Warren, for whatever reason in Melbourne selling great. Bundle Place almost sold out. <laughs> what? Yeah. Nary Warren. Nary Warren. Uh, it's a suburb in the uh, yeah. in the east. Lovely. Okay, keep going. Um, oh, there was another one that was selling well. Yeah. Or Griffith, never been there before. Almost sold out. So, yeah, get your tickets. LukeHidger.com. Just check where I'm coming to you if you haven't organized it yet with your group. Yeah, right. Um, and, yeah, because a lot of them are moving pretty quick. Yeah, and some of them aren't. Maryborough. Because I'm not doing Harvey Bay. And no one from Harvey Bay clearly wants to travel half an hour. And um, that one's not going well. That is S- fair. I remember so learning about that last year. Get your tickets. I remember learning about that last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, they don't cross each other's boundaries. No. There's a rival there. Hey, get over it and come see me talk about me cock. Come on. Come on. Get over your weird beef with the na- with the neighboring town. That's come such on an you little freak. Such come an Australian over. thing. Like it's when you go to Albury 
and half the crowds from Wodonga. This is one place on a on the border of Victoria and New South Wales and Australia. And when I say it's on the border, as in it's like 500 meters over the the other side of the border. Yeah. So half the show is from Victoria, and half the people from the show are from New South Wales. And you just say one thing about the other, and they all just start teeing off at each other, like oh, in yeah. the crowd yeah, every do you, year. Do you remember when there was um, – this was actually uh, like first year that we did Rockham- Rockhampton, mm. and there were two like, Maccas, but they were from rival McDonald's. Oh, yeah. There do was, you remember that? There was two staff nights yeah. in the audience from rival McDonald's restaurants. And they were literally teeing off. They were like, you're like, from the whatever street McDonald's. Fuck you. Your, you know, your Yelp rating is 2.5. And Luke's like, just standing on the stage like, what the fuck is happening? I'm just like, guys, you all work at McDonald's in Rockhampton. You're all garbage. Be quiet. All right. <laughs> One is not more garbage than the other. I'm like, you are all everyone's last resort. Thank you for your service. But also, I'm trying to talk. <laughs> this is your speech on equality. This is like yeah. how to achieve equality, Luke Kidgel style. You're all Guys, garbage. You're all shit, okay? <laughs> mm. We could have solved a lot a lot early on <laughs> in this century <laughs> if someone had have just got up there and been like, Man. We're all a bit shit, aren't we? So let's get over ourselves and just give be each o- other a hug. Yeah, be the on old, the same plane. The old Ellen, be nice to one another. Yeah. Except for your employees. <laughs> treat them like shit. Um, that was a reference to Alan, not how I treat my employees. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just because she's had some controversy over the years. Yeah. With how she's treated some employees. She's had some controversy. Yeah. A lot of controversy. Yeah. Her and Corden can't seem to pull it together. Yeah. Yeah. James. Two people that literally pr- like made their thing of being nice. Yeah, but that's always sus. I know. It's like, no one could be that nice. It's kind of like the um when all the David Dobrik stuff came out. Yeah. It's like the people who create their brand around being like this. It's like overtly positive. Mm. There's something always dark behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, you know what? I. Th- that's why I'm a piece of shit all the time. Yes and no, because honestly, and I think another like nine million other people fucking agree with me. Um, you know, Anna Paul, mm. she genuinely, of course there's some outliers. She, yeah, she is an exception. She is like, I've literally never met her. So I, she, I don't know, but like, yeah, but she's seen, based I don't, off track record, she's the, and of everyone who's ever met her. Yeah. But her amazing. image isn't squeaky clean. She does. She's but like, does only fan stuff, right? Yeah. But in the loveliest no, no, but way, it's honest. She's so beautiful. No, but I'm it. saying like all these other people have squeaky clean, like mm. they could do no wrong in the eyes of God, the people or ev- yeah. everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. These and other people like have G rated. I mean, not David, his content wasn't G rated, but you know, like I'm it just saying like it was overtly positive yeah. and like uh, cutting out any reference to negativity or bad things that yeah. would happen in their friendship group, clearly behind yes. the scenes. Yeah. Um, but anyway. What yeah. were we talking about? Um, so you were actually plugging your shows. And Get then your tickets. Now I'm going to go back because we need to apologize still. Yes. Uh, so, yes, it was St. Paddy's Day. We had we were like, you know what, let's have a couple drinks. Um, and then those couple drinks turned into uh, about 15 That's drinks. That's what happens when you're with the Irish. Dude. They I, love it. They were just like, I was just getting more drinks. I had my first Guinness. I hated it. 
because I've I've never had a full Guinness back at home. I've tried it, hated it. Then yeah. went, you know what? I'm near Ireland. Uh, it's on St Patrick's Day. I was with Irish people, and then they were like, you need to have a Guinness, and I was like, all right. And I, uh, it was I guess it was like them going to Australia and pretending to like Vegemite to not hurt my feelings. Yeah, but I'm sure they didn't care. No, no. I'd be like, yeah, man, I don't like Vegemite either. Yeah, so uh, we got white girl wasted, and then. I got put in charge of DJing at one point because oh so we were in like the room where I was actually doing my shows over the weekend in Manchester with a friend of mine, Evan, who's a comedian who runs this club. But then after the comedy night finished, and by the way, I jumped up like pretty hammered on stage and destroyed. That was weird. Completely. I you was surprised. It was, there wasn't that many people in the room. There was like maybe 15 yeah, people? it was just like 15 drunk tourists in the room. And he gets up fucking plastered because <laughs> we're already like five, six drinks in. But I think that's why I was on their level. Yeah, you're on their level and you just fucking annihilated this room. Yeah. Um, And it was so much fun because like th- there were obviously other comedians and stuff on the lineup. They were all awesome. Like mm. we all had like just an absolute blast. And then uh, rather mm. than doing like another comedy thing, they were like, fuck it, let's open up the bottom yeah. the top is so busy and turn it into basically like a club because the venue was like oh you could put on a late show and we're like nah fuck that let's move the chairs turn it into a dance floor yeah and uh get get jiggy with get, it get down and w- then evan and i were on the tracks and we didn't have decks right we're djing off spotify and i at least had the courtesy at one point to turn on the fade feature between the songs there was some gaps of silence for a bit there. There were, yeah. Um, I was playing some fucking bangers. Then the whole night I was trying to uh, get Evan to play Crazy Frog, Axel F, and he refused. And then he left to get me a drink at one point. And then he came back. So when he left, there's probably like 50 people on the dance floor. And a few people might have seen this on my stories. He came back three minutes later. Crazy Frog's halfway through the song. 25 people are just have left and are just walking up the stairs. <laughs> to go to the toilet, leave the bar or get a drink. <laughs> and he comes back and goes, what happened? And I was like, oh, I might have done the thing you told me not to do. Um, <laughs> and he was like, I literally left for like five minutes. Yeah, he's Canadian. Back, and there's like 25 <laughs> people left in the room. How did you fuck it up and so I'm much? And I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> what was the second song ding, that you ding. played? Or was that it? I, no, and then I tr- I tried had. to play the hamster dance as oh, well. Yeah. But yeah. then it, we fixed it. it. The easiest way to f- to fix a room in yeah. the UK, you just put on ABBA and they cream themselves. Well, I put on Wannabe after that. That that kind of got the room Going back. Off. But as soon as you put on Waterloo, they all just go, Waterloo. And like people just <laughs> forget that they ever heard the Crazy Frog. And then if you want them to like... Come back down the stairs. If you want them to all just hug and cry, you just put on like Oasis... They're literally from Manchester Oasis. So we put on Don't Look Back in Anger at 1am and people just started going, so I just watched two grown men men just like hug it out on the dance floor. Oh, dude. And then like the next night, Evan and I like pre-show, we were trying to play like absolute banger songs to get them like in the mood for comedy and get them like excited because everyone was like so violently hungover. Like... 
there was I think I saw maybe two beers in the crowd. The rest was water, and they were they had the full on shakes going on, like the juice shakes. Does they like could not drink water? They couldn't even look at like the stage properly because the lights were just so bright. Thank God though, because I was in the same state. Dude, I've never been so hungover. In I my life. Probably never done a seedier show in my life. Oh, God. I was fucked. It was so bad. But they were on the same level, so I just did, like, a real mellow rendition of my jokes. And I was they didn't like, mind that. Yeah, so, like, Kim Jong-un's a pretty big unit, hey. And, like, they were like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, the... <laughs> they all loved it? Like <laughs> they all loved it. So, at the end, we were like, oh, man, that was a shit show, like... It, no one was like really in on that sure enough like the whole crowd basically stayed and they were like man great show i'm just fucking seedy they're like i'm just gonna go to bed now brother i'm gonna go Sweet. catch some z's so we we're playing like a bunch of songs to get them in the mood and and then we were like okay fuck it let's play oasis oh was it what did we play we played don't look back in anger don't look, yeah they were singing a cappella with the phone torches out it was moving yeah they just everyone collectively like howling this song got to be the most british thing i've ever seen in my entire life it was so beautiful um and i don't, i think a lot of other djs would have experienced this this is like i i've had very very limited experience being behind the decks of a night with a dance floor right i've done it a few times just watched djs kind of do it but never had control and never really paid attention to how much certain songs can swing the mood of the room Oh yeah, it can it can make a big big difference. It was wild. Like if you played like the Spice Girls, all the guys just like really simmer down, start drinking again. Then the girls kind of put down their drinks and have a boogie. Dude. Then you put on like Crank That Soldier Boy. The guys are back in action. The girls go pee, and you can like dictate people's movements. Like if you kind of like realize it's becoming a bit of a sausage fest in here, you just play like. A song like Big Booty Bitches and yeah. all the girls run down the stairs and then the guys kind of head off. And then if they're like, yeah, all right, there's way too many girls in here. Let's even up the balance. You just put on like, we, we were, I was just doing it all night. I was like, just reading the room, like, what do they need right now? And I'm like, that's what they need. You know, you just put yeah. on the song that they you need. You just like, you vibe with it and see. I'm like, I, they want to sing. I'm like, they need to sing along. Never tear us apart in excess. <laughs> Play it now. Right. Um, Question, when do we get to create the, start creating the new happy hour playlist? The so I've already like the started. Songs. So, can we, uh, d if you guys have song requests that you want to hear at the show, either pop them in like the video or mm, go maybe, on the Patreon. Maybe, I, I'm not going to promise that your request will be taken on board. It will be considered by the board. Absolutely. It will be taken into account. It does not mean it's a guarantee you'll hear it before the show because it's the pre-show playlists at my shows are very uh, particular. Yeah. You know, they have to feature high amounts of jet. You know, if it yeah. doesn't feature niche Australian rock music from 2003, then you haven't really gone to a Luke Kidgel show. <laughs> I've even been playing like Gyroscope and Grinspoon like in the UK. People hate it, but I love it. I'm thinking of putting some more of my songs into it as well for the girls. I was thinking a Miley, Miley Cyrus heavy year this year. I don't hate that. 
I don't hate that Neither at all. Do I. Oh, not the new album. There's only like two songs on the new album. Flowers though. is a track. Yeah, that's Flowers I is awesome. The rest of it is very like kind of wait, too poppy. I don't know which you know some people love, but I think anyway, she um, Miley's better rock. I reckon what we could do as well is like if any requests do come through, we can uh, do a really quick little segment in. Some, one of the future podcasts mm. and just go through them and go yes no yes no we're going to be brutal about it yeah and it also it has to be a song that has replayability for us because we do like 200 shows a year it's fine for you you get you come to one show you hear it once it's over we have to hear that often twice a night because there's two shows a night yeah. sometimes for the whole year Ugh. so it's got to be a song that you really can't get sick of no um so just stretching out but yeah we got absolutely demolished i was so so hungover um i haven't been hungover like that for a very long time i don't know if it was like the one i don't know so we apologize we apologize we think we're gonna have to it was suggested to us during the week like luke and meg like i love the show but come on like we're all it seems like your listenership is abiding by the rules the rules of winding down and turning up just seems like the host are using it as more of a guideline I couldn't agree more. And to be fair, Saturday was a big wind down day. It was the Friday that was the problem, yep. but it did sneak into the Saturday because we kept going after midnight. So I, I, I technically w- we went until four a.m. That's we don't sh- oh. stop. You're incriminating. So, mm. um, <laughs> we do want to apologise. We'll be better, and perhaps to keep us in check in the future, we need to introduce like a punishment system. Yes. So if you guys want to suggest punishments for us, if we don't abide, for example, this weekend. Definitely a wind down weekend. If there's any evidence online to suggest that we did not wind down that weekend, we should be punished for it. Yeah. Because those are the rules. You know, we expect you guys to wind down. We obviously are in the same boat. Yeah. So suggest some punishments for the future because maybe without consequence, this type of behavior might keep happening again. I fear for this weekend Mm. because it's my birthday weekend and we have the weekend off. In saying that, though, I I don't know about you, Luke. Well, I do know about you because you've literally been fucking sick all week. I've been really sick all week. You've been really sick. I am actually kind of excited for a a wind down. Uh, So do you have any content? (laughs) Yeah, I actually do. Thank Um, the Lord. (laughs) Guys, it's going to be the Meg podcast from here on out. I'll be here if she needs any support. Okay, update on my tongue. I have... Every week. I'm going my weekly update. Tongue update. Tongue update. Uh, I have a little bit of feeling in it. Like the front section. Um, in the worst way though. Stick it out. Can I squeeze it? Mm-hmm. Did, let me know if you feel this. Mm-hmm. Ew, it's weird to feel someone's tongue. It feels how I think a tubby telly would feel in the shower. <laughs> a wet telly tubby. A wet telly tubby. <laughs> You know, like you'd feel it and be like, that's kind of squishy, but like soft, <laughs> you know? That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I have a little bit of feeling. The feeling comes in the worst way, though. It's It feels like someone's sticking pins into my tongue. And so anytime like I like click my tongue, anytime I eat food, anything where I'm moving it, feels like someone's sticking like a bunch of pins. But you got to start somewhere, don't you? Yeah. The healing process. Um, anyway, I've <laughs> I, I remembered this uh, story that my dentist told me. It still blows my mind to this day. So first time I ever met the doctor, I go in 
and this is the dentist who did my wisdom teeth. Uh, I go in and he's like kind of flustered. He was like, you're, you do like comedy and stuff. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you, I hope that you're going to find this as fucking wild as I do. And he was like, I just had another client in, a 12-year-old, like 12-year-old girl come in with her mother. And he was like, you need all four wisdom teeth out. And so he's writing out the thing. He's like, obviously, you want to be, you know, put to sleep because she's she's young. And the mother goes, no, 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 don't. We're not putting her to sleep. No, no, just a local, no, no general. And he was like, oh, um, look, she's really young. I don't usually do that procedure on someone who's so young because, you know, they might freak out and stuff. It is your she's also having all four out. More dangerous. And then he goes, I was so confused at this point because he knew that she had money because she like, you know, came in with brand new Mercedes and like Louis Vuitton bags, stuff like that. So he was like, it wasn't, I knew that it wasn't the money aspect. Some people are just freaks. So then he goes, oh, if you don't mind me asking, why don't you want her to have the, the general? Because I highly, highly recommend that you do get it. She goes, oh, well... Uh, one of my friends went in about a, a couple of months ago um, and she got the the general anesthetic um, and she woke up dumb. <laughs> she woke up dumb. Was she and the friend? <laughs> that's what I said. I just laughed and I was like, was, was she that friend? Yeah. Like, did she, was she just saying that? He goes, oh, <laughs> what? Like, he was just like trying not to laugh apparently because you can't fucking blatantly laugh in someone's face and be like that is fucking yes stupid. you can not when I've they're paying like literally like six grand to get this fucking thing okay done. i do like, it when people give me like 40 bucks on the door <laughs> so i i laugh at people's faces constantly yeah but people are there almost to have that happen no, to them they laugh to that. they're there to laugh As, at me yeah they're not there at my show for <laughs> yeah, me to laugh it. at them. Sometimes the tables do get turned. And she goes, no, uh, yeah, my friend told me that she went in and she she felt uh, like smart. And then she came in, she came, like she went under and she came out dumber. He, he was like, look, I'm so sorry to say this, but I think your friend is just dumb. And yeah. he was like, is that crazy? And I was like, no, that's not crazy. He's like, I think I just lost like heaps of money. But he was like, I don't think I could actually like go ahead with like someone that dumb. I respect that like professionally to just instead of getting six grand go, nah, in the moment it's more fun to call a stranger dumb. Dumb. Take that W. Yeah. And then take the L of the minus six grand. I think you did. We That's were just laughing shit. like through it. We uh, we had a good we had a good riff going. Don't people wake up sometimes from comas like so I know it's I know general and a coma is not the same thing. Mm. But there's people wake up and like they can speak Mandarin so and shit like that. That's a is brain that, so that's brain injury. But is that what the reckon the woman was mistaking it for? No, he like that so he clarified. He was like, Oh, did she uh did the anesthetic anesthesiologist like not have enough oxygen to her brain like was there a reason did she have a stroke was there a reason basically for why she came out dumb and and she was like no 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 she she just told me that she didn't feel as smart um and he was like that's the that's the sentence that someone who's insanely dumb would say that's so funny that is pretty funny how can you think that that's something i would say on a podcast 
as a as vague a gag. As a joke. Like, like, I think I feel dumber now. And then I do five minute riff on it. And then everyone goes, cool. No. Nice one. She was being serious. Of like, course. She was being serious. Yeah. Like, people are lunatics. Yeah. She was like, no, my 12 year old daughter cannot yeah. go under a local, a general anesthetic. Because she'll come out. If I was a doctor, I'd be like, she already seems fucking stupid. Just put her under. Nothing's going to (laughs) change. Boom. Minus six grand. But again, W for Lukey. (laughs) Got it. Roasted that innocent 12 year old with a crazy mum. Woo. (laughs) Were you ever like afraid of the dentist when you were a kid? Super chill. You've always been super chill? I like my dentist. He's one of my dad's friends from high school. He's sick. Did you ever have to have any like teeth pulled or? Nah, I, my teeth... Is, is a weird situation. They're not perfect, but they're not fucked up enough to warrant fixing. Yep. They were like, oh, you can get braces. It will be really, really expensive and it will make you look perfect. But you don't look that shit. No, I, I actually like the way that your teeth are shaped. I feel like you if know, they were... It's one of my imperfections. <laughs> I feel like if they were too straight, then you would look kind of weird. It's something that maybe I'll do like later in life with like... Uh, What's the bottom called? teeth. Yeah, what's it Invisalign. called? Invisalign. Like yeah. where you just put the plate over it. But I'm, I'm not going to ever do the point where I have bla- braces like unless prop- I need it. Yeah, proper braces. Um, no, I'm I'm chill. I know some people have like a phobia of the doctor and the dentist. And in my head, I look at those people and I know this is um, an aggressively bad take, but I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I view people who freak out about the dentist and stuff as... As like how dogs freak out when they go to the vet, and they You're like love this no, but they can freak out because they don't understand what's going on. Yeah, but you, as a human, a little more evolved, a little more brain capacity in there, mm. can properly understand the benefit. And you might, yes, feel uncomfortable in the chair. Yeah. that's completely normal. Mm. But the people who go, oh, I don't want to go to the dentist. It's like, yes, no one wants to fucking go to the dentist. Just go there, open your mouth, be slightly in discomfort. Ten I minutes, because the quicker you get it over with, the, I, that's Same, the attitude yeah. I have. Yeah. Same yeah. attitude I had with my eye surgery. Obviously, I didn't want a stranger scraping a layer of my eyeball as I could see it. But once it's done, it's but done. I was like, if I go in there freaking out about it and overthink this, it's going to make it way worse for myself. So I was like, Absolutely. change, shift the attitude. Kind of make jokes, yeah. deal with it the way you can, sit there. It was over before I knew it. And then I was like, great, never have to do it again. Yeah. So I was, I had a very similar mentality. Um, and I was. <laughs> By the way, I know some people just can't shift their attitude. No, I don't. It's like a genuine phobia. It's like an actual phobia. And I'm like, just don't be scared. Don't oh. do it. <laughs> Duh. Um, no, I had to have like a lot of fillings and stuff as a kid. And I had to have a lot of my teeth pulled out as well because mm. for some reason. Um, my my baby teeth would stay in place and my, my adult tooth would grow underneath it. And so I would have two teeth. So, like, I'd have, like, my baby to- tooth would stay on the top oh. and my, my, like, my actual tooth would stay on the, the bottom. Double the <laughs> amount of cash from the, cho- from the tooth fairy. <laughs> from the tooth fairy. <laughs> from the tooth fairy. <laughs> no, they didn't take both of my teeth out. I still only got one. One cash. Oh. What did you, you used to get from the Tooth Fairy? About 50 cents. You used to get cash? Yeah, in a glass. I used to get, um, you know, the Girl Zone uh, magazines? <laughs> Fuck, they were elite. 
I don't know if you know this, but um, <laughs> I don't it. know if the tooth fairy was dropping those off to every house. <laughs> he was genuinely dropping off coins, either gold or silver, depending on how middle class or upper class your family was. Yeah, the first time that... And if you were poor, you probably don't even know what the tooth fairy is. <laughs> <laughs> but we were very middle class, so I got a nice silver coin. There was also... I got Nothing like gold, a nothing fancy. I, I think one time... Mum accidentally, I had, there was, she was supposed to put like a uh, $5 note in. Uh, $5 note? Yeah, she was only supposed to put a $5 and she accidentally put in a 50. And that's when you know you had a pretty good upbringing. And uh, mum was like, fuck, give it back. Like she's like, oh. The tooth fairy must have made a mistake. <laughs> I gave it to charity anyway. So oh, the tooth fairy, um, yeah. Isn't going to be able to buy groceries this week. Yeah. Shit. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe you should give it back to the Tooth Fairy. I, I think the Tooth Fairy was drinking a bit too much last night. Oh, the Tooth Fairy must have had too many gin and tonics <laughs> while watching a movie what? with your father. I mean, with uh, the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> tooth Daddy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Never refer to your dad as Tooth Daddy ever again. Thank you. Let's make that a rule in but, our uh, pod. I gave it all to charity anyway, which I think hurt mum even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, my sister is one of those people who has like multiple phobias. The The two main ones, though, used to be needles and uh, dentists. And when you, she had to combine the two, like when she needed a fill-in or something like that. Getting a needle in your mouth would be really weird. I've never got that before. You've never been numbed? No, because I have a good mouth. This is why I'm not afraid of the dentist, because nothing bad ever happens to me, so I don't have oh. fears or or um, things in life that make me uncomfortable. Yeah, that's fair. Because I've lived a very comfortable life, so yeah. why would I think the world's against me? You're right. The word is privilege. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So when you've never had to overcome anything, <laughs> it, it life's fine. I know if you know that. It sucks. The needle sucks. It only hurts for like three seconds, but it just, it's like the, I don't like, it's the worst. It sucks. Mm. Um, anyway, so she had to go in. She was about 12 years old um, and she had to get a filling done. Um, she went in and they, the dentist was like, she was already freaking out. So mum was like holding her down on the table and like, they were like trying to just like look in the mouth. They weren't even doing anything. Anyway, it turns out she needed the filling done. So he goes and gets the... Um, needle and as he's getting closer to her mouth she breaks free of mum and the nurse and just fucking KOs the doctor just your sister KO'd a doctor when she was 12 knocked him out like cold like kicked off mum pound doctor down gave him a general anaesthetic with a fist yeah huge do you reckon he broke up dumber massive (laughs) Probably. Probably. (laughs) Lost a few brain cells in that one. (laughs) And uh, then they were like, um, we refused. Basically, we refused to see her if she's not, like, put asleep. They had to put her down. They had to, like... It's like when a dog bites a baby. You have to put it down. (laughs) Jesus. When a young girl punches out a doctor, you have to put her down. You have to put her down. Yeah. Uh, 
that's the lost cause. Yeah. But uh, I'm not. I'm not actually sure how they like what what happened after that. If they if she like ended up getting it done or like if they if she waited a few more years. I don't know what happened. Damn. But all I know is that story is fucking legendary I in think the that's Archibald house. Just a coward's attitude to go in fearing a person that is trying to help you. But I also um, have no perspective of what it's like being on the other side of that fear so yeah maybe that's pretty narrow lens to view that through (laughs) (laughs) one of the punishments if you if you turn up or wind down on like a i have to get a needle in my mouth for no reason we just take you to the dentist and we're like can you just numb his mouth and they're like but why and we're like well it's a punishment and he needs to feel it so well i clearly i don't need to feel it it's numbing my mouth (laughs) i won't feel anything that sounds fine (laughs) I know that there's heaps of other people with the same fear um, and probably very similar stories as well. Mm. I've ever heard grown men going in and just KOing doctors because they're like, don't touch my fucking mouth. Yeah. I don't like getting my PP out to the doctor. No one likes getting their PP out. Oh, okay. I don't like getting my VV out, but... Yeah, but at least it's like not everywhere. Like I have to like, you know, like untie it so it... You know, and then it slaps the floor, and then oh, sorry, I'll pick that up again. And yeah, the thud as like well. The whole thing. It it shakes the whole place, doesn't it? That's Everyone's like like oh my god, there's an earthquake. It's just such a bad bit. <laughs> <laughs> Saying you have a big dick is just the worst piece of comedy material I think imaginable, and I don't know why <laughs> I did it. Can you throw them on your shoulder? Something, something, something. Do your balls hang, hang low? No. <laughs> they do not. <laughs> they do not. They're I'm small to medium with a respectable girth, so they definitely don't hang that low, but they low, they hang like kind of a very medium to, to low length. Uh, I mean, it's no one's like, no one wants low balls. Like, that's not, no one, that's not attractive for anyone. No girl's like, yeah, like, I didn't really even see his cock because I was just so attracted to how balls, like, how low his balls were. I'm so You know what I remembered when I was talking about before that I bought, like, I used to buy heinous things with, with my pocket money. You yeah. know, one time I bought three quarter, and I'm so sorry because, like, you may never look at me in like as sexually attractive ever again i don't even know how you do but you you apparently do i do weird (laughs) after this you won't don't worry one time (laughs) there was a point in my life where i owned three quarter denim jeans wait 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 with flames on the side i have this memory of it and i will have to confirm with my mum, but i I definitely think... How old were you? Oh, like in primary school, but like there's no... There's, there's never no been ed- a point of history where like dressing like a Limp Bizkit fanboy has <laughs> been cool. You look like you're about to go to 90s, 99 Woodstock <laughs> and you're six. <laughs> and I bought, I remember I bought them from That's the Cows so Market in Phillip Island in Victoria, Australia. I feel like we all had like an item of clothing that we had when we were younger. That's like, that was the most regrettable piece. Like why? That's probably mine. I can't think I, th- there is one family photo and it's might even be still up in the kitchen. You've probably seen it <laughs> where mum, we're like way too old. Like I'm probably in like grade four or five. I'm probably like 10 or 11. And Jack's probably like 
in grade six or I hope he wasn't in year seven when this yeah. happened. But I, he probably, well, I think we were just both nearing the end of primary school. And mum like forced us to wear like the same clothes in a family photo. Oh, and we're like probably like... like all black or like... No, like like he's wearing the blue version of like a rip curl t-shirt and I'm wearing a white version of the same rip curl t-shirt. So it's mm. like same design, different color. And we're right. both wearing like three-quarter cargo pants. I'm pretty sure it's in our kitchen. It's so funny. And, I, I, and I've asked mum, I've like questioned her about it. I'm like, in what reality did you think we'd look back on this photo and think and have fond memories? Because mm. I remember on the day us being like, mum, and like, we don't dress like this. It's not how we want to look. She's like, you look handsome. You look smart. And yeah. all I remember on that day is not the family memory of the photo shoot. I remember the fight and the struggle of like not wanting to wear the Rip Curl t-shirt. Not wanting to put on the three-quarter cargo oh, pants. Oh, so you did fight it. I think so. I think Jack and I were just like, we don't want to look the same. That's Because like, you've dressed us like we're twins, we're but we're like two years apart. It's really you, weird. You were definitely older as well. Old enough to be able to like, you know, make choices about your dress and stuff. Yeah, but it clearly she wasn't... Clearly we rolled out of our bedrooms that morning on the family photo day. And yeah. she wasn't thrilled with what we'd chosen. I believe in a forced photo if it's for like a bit. If it's funny. Well, the recent ones... taking the piss out of we someone. We got dumb was funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. Like I, And we only did it for your parents. Yeah, my parents really wanted like some some grown-up family photos of my brother and I. Like before... I guess before we like look like shit. Yeah. Like, uh, that's probably what they were just thinking. They're yeah. like, oh, you know, they drink oh, a lot. Ricky's going grey. So yeah. <laughs> glowing blonde. Glowing blonde. That's what I said. What did you say? No, I said that. I said Lukey's going glowing blonde. No, he's still got luscious brunette hair. Is that what you meant to say? Yeah, we and then yeah, yeah. that's that's it. The uh, it's weird because I thought you said something about brown, brown. He's got fully brown hair, and his beard is all one color. It is. It's all one br- brownie. Brown. When we started this podcast, I always did think it would be weird if we broke up on the pod. <laughs> We're getting a divorce. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it out. You made me do it. We're getting the divorce and someone walking Babe, past the room like, the divorce. these British people are fucking whack, hey? <laughs> How dare you? All right. You can insult. You can tell them all I have a, a little... Weenie teeny, itty bitty, itty bitty weenie. You can tell them. A weenie beanie. You can tell them. I don't care what you tell these people, but don't go near the beard, mate. (laughs) Weedle beanie. This is how I talk to my dog. Oh, he's so smushy. (laughs) Oh, hello, Mr. Smush. He's so handsome. Oh, look at the little bean. Oh, Mr. Man. Ooh, a bit of a Mr. Moops. Another sneak peek into our pillow talk. Meg, save this for the OnlyFans. Come on. What about if our careers goes to shit? Now there's nothing that we can put behind the paywall. Luke, you know I love some dirty talk. Um. Anyway, what was I talking about? I don't know. We're talking about. Oh yeah, I'm not a fan of family, family photos. Yeah. Anyway, you recap know. on the whole thing. Show's going well. UK people are hilarious in one-worded walk-bys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, we're a sorry. 
We are sorry that we didn't wind down last week, but we're going to try and wind down this week. Dentists are fucked. There's a girl only walking if you're around. A coward. Only if you're a ca- Yeah, and there's a girl walking around who is apparently a lot more dumb than she was six months ago. So yeah. Maybe she just listened to this podcast and then accidentally thought it was the anesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that okay, was the problem. No. <laughs> you never know. You slammed our podcast. Oh no. Yeah, no, you no, sorry. This podcast very insightful. Um it's very highbrow intellectual stuff, Luke. No, people, let's be honest, the where people's love island. This is turn off your brain entertainment. Yeah. I don't think anyone's turning this on. For a bit of insight. Do you actually have anything insightful to say? Have you learnt anything this week? Yeah, I've gotten even more confident because like last night there were someone did a drive by and they they were like, Can I get a hoe yeah? And I just fucking I I went for it. Are you always that confident? Nah. Yeah. You went I No, but I went really high and it just Yelled it. It was awesome. It was pretty funny. Okay, okay. so that's what you learned this week to um, scream at strangers if they scream at you. Yes, that's it. Well, if there's one takeaway from this episode, go yell at a stranger this week. Yeah. Maybe or we should do that. We should end the podcast every week. You know, like Modern Family, how it kind of has like a message. Yeah. Like you watch that show. It's a bit of fun. Oh, like moral. Phil Dumphy's like a like a goofy guy. Yeah. But then at the end... There's some kind of moral to take away from the app. Okay. So if like someone screams at you. Yell back. You yell back. In a high pitched voice. It's usually funny. It's so much funnier if it's in a high pitched voice. I would say voice. it has a 65% hit rate with laughter. So good luck out there. Yeah. Um, Let us know how it, it did. Um, if you like get uh, like punched or stabbed or something, j- you didn't get it from us. Oh, and go eavesdrop, off some, uh, eavesdrop on some British people oh. if you know them. Do it. I'm sure they'll come out with some gold. But don't force it. Just if you're walking past, you hear an accent, quickly tune in, then tune back out. You'll hear something great. You, uh, I can guarantee you, you'll hear something awesome. UK people. They're an odd bunch. Mwah, they've, they've got it down. Yeah. All right. Hooroo. Hooroo. Thanks for coming. Uh, next week, I think we'll still be in the UK, but then we should be back home yeah. uh, in the regular... In our back in our house the week after that. Okay. Thank you very much for tuning we in. Will Tickets to LukeKidgel.com. Because people are going to miss out. What's going to happen is the early ones will sell out and then it won't sell out enough before where we can add a yeah. second one. And then we'll, people, you're going to message me and like, Luke, but I. So just get your tickets now and then we can <laughs> avoid see this. if we can yeah, avoid, yeah, avoid <clears> that. Uh, goodbye, uh, little chickens. We <laughs> have had a very good uh, session today, have we not? Very good. Very good. All right. We we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye, Good. mate. Goodbye. Goodbye, chicken. Goodbye. We go now. Goodbye. <laughs> We're done. I can't find it. You sound like um the girl from uh, The Incredibles. Which one? Edna. No, Edna Moore. Edna Moore. <laughs> Edna. <laughs> I make we your super suit. We are. Where's your... Where where's your super suit? No, that's not. What's that line? That's honey. Where is my? That's no, Frozone's no, no, I know. quote. Uh, uh, what's the famous line of hers? All right, Edna out. <laughs>